Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Korman, Ed Carson here with a look at the action in today's session and a recap of the week as it is the shortened trading week before the Easter holiday and Good Friday tomorrow with the market being closed. But uh, today we did see the NASDAQ notably reverse higher, Ed. Yeah, it was a nice end to the week. Uh, so that was that was positive. The indexes look relatively healthy. I want to look at a few stocks that are sh looking strong, Google, Alibaba, and Intuitive Surgical. Okay, great. We'll get to those stocks. And first, let's take a look uh, or analyze the major indexes in a little bit more detail here because you say the indexes look healthy and that's the trick with this market right now, right? Uh, there are a lot of different factors to be considering in current conditions. But if you look on the surface, it looks like a healthy, normal pullback here for the NASDAQ, even an upside reversal right around 12,000 and the 10-day moving average. So this looks pretty strong. But underneath the surface uh, this week, Ed, there was a lot of uh, pretty seismic movements. Yeah, we had really big losses in construction and industrial firms on Tuesday. And on Wednesday, growth stocks really got hammered. Some really violent moves in some cases. Some of them were just lightly damaged. Some of them have more serious damage. Uh, it is weird. I mean, when you look at a market rally, you got to look at the major indexes and the leading stocks. So it's not like the major indexes are lying. It's just, but there's just different elements that you have to analyze. And so it is a little, you know, in hindsight, a little look obvious. Oh, you can look at those things and say, oh, of course it was going to do X. But, but you can, we don't have hindsight. We don't have foresight, really. We just can look at what we're, the market's doing right now. And it's, it's giving some mixed signals. Uh, I bet a lot of investors probably got shaken out of some stocks, even though the market doesn't look, you know, looks okay on, on these indexes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with that being said, in terms of how to handle portfolio exposure, it seems like um, midweek, it seemed like a time to be scaling back that exposure, especially um, when we saw on the 31st of March at the end of the, you know, end of Q1, it seemed like uh, if you wanted to be selling into strength, that could have been a, a time to lock in some profits as well. So, uh, you know, scaling back exposure, but at the end of the day, it also comes down to what stocks you're in, Ed, are they working? Are they triggering sell signals? Are they selling off or, or are they holding up and doing just fine? So um, the indexes can be doing one thing, uh, but in terms of portfolio exposure, a lot of it comes down to the stocks that you're in. Yeah, that's absolutely right. It's a market of stocks, ultimately. Yeah. Okay, let's also take a look at the S&P 500 and how that one fared this week. We did see uh, that clearing of the trend line right around that 50-day line and the 4,000 level last week. And this week, I uh, got a, a little bit, bit of a, a pullback here. Maybe we see some sort of handle form here, Ed. Or even if we pause here longer or pull back further, that could uh, potentially give us an opportunity to uh, be buying off of the moving averages if we wanted some index exposure, or at least to be buying stocks uh, around the time that the market is uh, bouncing after a pullback. Yeah, that's a good way to go about it. This one, you know, barely dipped at all. It was uh, for the week, it was just down a fraction. Uh, so nice action there. Okay, and a quick look at the Dow and the Russell 2000. A lot of uh, action for the Dow in the last uh, couple of trading sessions before 
the the three to end this week. So inside uh, the bar from the fourth of or sorry, the third of April, fourth month of the year there. But maybe we see some sort of handle action. Does it seem like the rotation Ed uh, is pointing to more strength from the Dow? I guess that, that's what we don't know about this rotation or or where we are seeing strength is how long that strength is going to last. Yeah, I mean, it's a big question. Like, are we if we go back to risk on, maybe we go back into the more aggressive growth. So a lot of this, the market had recession risks. Medicals were very strong in the Dow. Exxon was very strong. So definitely there was reasons there why that was doing so well. Exactly. So yeah, here's XLV, the healthcare sector ETF, a quick look at that. And here's IWM, the Russell 2000. So up a little bit on the day and for the week, still taking a hit down about two and a half percent. But I guess I also should have mentioned that the NASDAQ was up about eight tenths of a percent today, while the S&P 500 was up four tenths of a percent and the Dow uh, roughly flat while the Russell was up one tenth of a percent here. But still, that didn't really help the uh, uh, Russell a whole lot because it was still down two and a half percent this week. Banks are still bad, especially the regional ones. And well, the small caps don't have the help of these big caps that were doing well. Exactly. Yeah. So one, uh, a couple of which we'll be taking a look at here soon. We looked at XLV, the healthcare sector ETF. Let's take a look at uh, just a couple more. Um, sector ETFs here is XME down three tenths of a percent today, down at 3.4% uh, for the week. And not only that, reversing lower. Yeah. And there were some names that got really hit. The steel names got hit really hard. Uh, just have to see because real economy recession fears. Let's take a look at XLI. This is the industrial sector ETF uh, down 3.4% this week. As you said, um, a lot of uh, you know, building related stocks getting hit. So what do we make of that? We, you know, we see we're seeing the strength in the Dow, but is that more just in the uh, you know, non-industrial areas? It was the non-industrial areas. It was the medicals. It was the energy and stuff and some of the mega cap text holding mm -hmm. up. Okay, and uh, two more before we move on here is IGV down this week, uh, but holding up and that's after three strong weeks of gains. And then we also have SMH uh, taking not just a little bit of a breather this week, but a pretty big breather after three weeks of gains. It's now right around that 10 week line. We'll have to see if it can find some support there. But we talked about the strength in mega caps. So let's go to Google Parent Alphabet with a breakout on Friday up 3.8% in above average volume. Also saw some strong upside volume as it carved the right side of this base said. Yeah, so that's looking better here. Uh, nice action. This is one of the laggard mega caps that's coming on really well today. Nice volume, as you said. Uh, the RS rating is only 63, which isn't that great, but I bet that'll get a bump today. And if you look on the technicals, uh, in the last month or so, like three months, it's 92. And again, that will probably also get a bump. This was the highest since September. Now it's growth numbers are pretty good. You know, if it's, uh, that, you know, not, not amazing, but it's not that expensive. So this is a name it's, it's a long-term leader. I think it's a little exposed, uh, extended from say the 200 day line and definitely the 50 day to be buying off of that. Yeah, it would have been tough to buy. It didn't quite feel ready there. Um, but, you know, it works as a position trade. It was it was solid action here. Mm -hmm. It is now about 10% uh, above the 10-week line and 7.5% above the 40-week. Let's also take a look at Alibaba, B-A-B-A, -B -A, uh, holding tight uh, right above that century mark. 
up fractionally for the week, but two big weeks of gains and not giving up ground. Then taking a closer look at the daily chart, potentially an aggressive entry over uh, sort of a handle-like structure here on the right side. Yeah, it's basically a handle, though. I think I did the math, and it's just like a point or two too low to quite yeah. be valid. Uh, that prior week, huge volume. That's when they announced we're going to split into six companies or six independent units. Uh, and so a lot of positive there. You know, a lot of China names are coming up. It, it does seem like uh, some of these names have their ups and downs. And this this seems like an area where taking early entries either here or, or at the handle buy point would be a way to go rather than trying to wait all the way toward the high. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you think we are in a different uh, mindset in terms of the risk that uh, China-related stocks pose, or how should we be considering that element? I wouldn't make it a huge part of your portfolio just because there's the risk of more tensions between the U.S. and China, though it does seem like China's economy is going to be coming back up. Uh, that seems like an enormous uh, EPS growth rate. I'm not sure if that's accurate on the estimates that I was looking at. That. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's really going to go like that, but... Uh, um, it should be solid growth for a lot of these names where the U.S. is probably going to be weaker this year in terms of growth. So that's one reason to maybe dabble, but not dive in. Mm -hmm. Well said. And let's wrap things up with a look at ISRG and uh, the battle plan for the week ahead, of course. So we've got three pretty tight weeks, uh, maybe not qualifying for a three weeks tight, but just tight action here on the right side of a base for intuitive surgical. And clearly the medical sector should be an area we should be taking a closer look at. Yeah. And this will be a three weeks tight. It just, we've not late enough <laughs> in the day for it to show up. Uh, and that was a handle that's again, just a, a smidge too low to quite qualify. But yeah, I mean, look, medicals are coming on. This one has decent growth. So that defensive growth is coming in. Like, you know, even if the market strengthens, this may still do well. This was doing well in early March. It was doing well in March when the market was, you know, a lot of growth names were coming up. Uh, some decent volume. It does have earnings in two weeks. Uh, we're hoping for better earnings after sort of a sluggish 2022 for sure. Uh, but uh but that is something to, to note. But definitely investors should be looking at some of the medical names. A lot of different groups are doing well. Mm -hmm. All right, Ed. Well, as we wrap, uh, what are your thoughts on how to handle the week ahead? How do we, how do we digest all of this data and uh, go from here? Well, for one, we got the jobs report tomorrow. So who knows how the Monday, Monday have a big open or big you know, big sell-off at the beginning. Uh, so we'll just have to see how it goes. You know, get your watch list ready. It may be, you know, very quickly, some stocks, maybe some stocks you got shaken out of might present buying opportunities. Same time, you know, we could, you know, maybe those, maybe the leading stocks problems that they had this week will reinforce themselves. Uh, I think you just have to take, you know, really be flexible and just have that open mind, you know, you know, ready to ready to act in either direction uh, right now, not necessarily leaning super hard in or out. That makes sense, Ed. All right, everyone, thank you so much for watching. And if you are a Swing Trader subscriber or trialist, make sure you head on over to swingtrader.investors.com because we are about to have our Swing Trader Scorecard monthly webinar going over performance for the month of March and trades and strategies and answering your questions. So we will see you there at 4.30 Eastern. 1.30 Pacific. So coming up here soon. We'll see you then. And we hope you have a great long weekend, everyone. No Stock Market Today show tomorrow. And we'll see you back here on Monday, starting with IBD Live. And then here after the bell. Thanks, everyone.
This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.